passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Jason Kelsey joins us every single Wednesday at this time. Sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. Visit PDQPOS.com. International superstar, star center of the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Jason Kelsey. How you doing, Jason? Joe, how we doing? Good, pal. Jason, you heard that 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 lady, the last caller there, um, and, I, and I'm sure you felt, you know, the town, so to speak, in the last few hours. Um, your reaction to the, I mean, here's, you know, what we look, Jason. Main thing we need from you is be a great center for the Eagles, and you always are. The second thing we need from you, sometime in the next couple of weeks, you got to get that beer chugging ready to go again at the ballpark, man. I'm talking Phillies home game, man. There we go. Cindy Absolutely. Webster got you out there last year, man. In the Phillies, like if you can get back on the field, home game, carve out a little bit of time. <laughs> Chug a beer, man, because you know when the when the when the city gets on fire, man, it gets on fire. Special time right now. Oh yeah, yeah. City city's going crazy. I mean, was, the city's going crazy down in Tampa when we were down there. I mean, it's 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 a good time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. And um, yeah, I mean, hey, you don't gotta try to talk me into chugging a beer at Citizens <laughs> Bank. It sounds like a good time. Jason, how much? And we'll do a ton of Eagles with you here in one moment. But how much, realistically <laughs> speaking, can you absorb? the other teams, in this case, a Phillies playoff run when you're in, in your own season mode, is it very minimal or do you get to actually enjoy these games in, in some instances? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're in season, you got a lot going on and um, you're, 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 you're working long hours, you're focused, you're traveling, you're doing all this stuff. But I mean, you can't live in Philadelphia and not feel the energy and excitement when a Philadelphia sports team is doing well. And, um, you know, all of us that play football are competitive and love sports in general. And, you know, we were watching the game last night, and you know, it's when you can, you get the opportunity to you, you take it in. And I think everybody appreciates when all athletes, especially, appreciate when teams are winning and coming together. And you know, with the way the season started for the Phillies, much like last year, they really started peaking here towards the end again. And um, I think you know, I, I know I'm excited. I think everybody else is excited too. Uh, you know, they're in the dance and. You know, once you're in, as was last year, yeah. you know, anything can happen. And they got great players, and, um, yeah, it's, it's a good time, man. It is, it is. Jason, let's get to the birds. Obviously, you guys are 3-0. and um, Let's start with, with how it ended. And it ended in the second half, and specifically the, the fourth quarter with a 9-minute and 22-second drive. And hats off to you and your, your line mates up front. And obviously, at that point, primarily Kenny Gainwell, but Swift earlier in the game. When you guys are, and I'm just going to be frank here, when you are physically and schematically kicking the other team's ass, what does that feel like for you as an offensive lineman? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it just feels um, unstoppable. You know, it, it, it feels like there's an inevitability to to every play. And, um, you know, you get in that rhythm. And, um, you know, it's almost like when you only have a minimal gain, you're like, you know, what went wrong? Why did that one not pop for five to ten yards like all these other ones are? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. We were exhausted. I mean, the defense did so well. The offense was on the field for the entire game, pretty much. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. classic. Was, yeah. And not only were we out there, but we were running the rock and doing, I don't know how many quarterback sneaks. I mean, it was a physical game for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that you're, you're always happy you're a part of those, but for sure the next day you're you're feeling it a little bit more. Jason, isn't it supposed to be hard to move Vita Vea? And how are those holes so big in the run game against the Bucks? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to move Vita. I mean, he's a premier player. He's enormous, athletic, smart. Um, yeah, I think that we, I think, you know, Stout and these guys scheme up things and we found ways to, to get holes open. I would be hard-pressed to say that we were throwing Vita Vea around. I don't think that was the case. But, you know, I think as long as you can sustain against a guy like that and you can create some movement, um, you know, it only takes a little bit. And, you know, some of these plays – Again, you know, Jalen Hurts makes everything so much more difficult for teams to defend. You know, I think everybody kept pointing out this huge hole that was created by DeAndre Swift uh, in the I think it was the first half. I don't remember what drive it was, but we ran a little like you know zone play uh, to the right off of like a five man concept, or they thought it was a five man concept, but it would be a tight end on the backside. But long story is. You know, the backer backside is holding in case the quarterback keeps that ball. And that enables the backside to be thicker and firmer on the backside lineman. And we can kind of create movement frontside. And we didn't really do much more than we usually do. Hmm. But because that backside is so much, so hesitant to collapse the play down, um, you know, you can get these holes that are just, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of things that go into it. Obviously, up front, we're very proud of the way we blocked and, and the guys all hit. I mean, the, some of the the, the combo blocks and in, in the, the especially the left side with um, Landon and and Jordan and Cam's been having a great year so far through three games. Really happy with how he's played. And you know, Lane is Lane, and yeah, I think everybody's kind of humming right now. Tight ends included. Can't can't leave out the tight ends. Right, right. So the curveballs and confusing looks that you guys got in weeks one and two. How much can you assure us that those are in the rearview mirror? That that we've got this oh, under not. control now, right? Well, they're not in the rearview mirror. We got them last night too. Um, you know, we played Todd a lot. You know, I, I was a, I played with Todd when he was here in Philadelphia. So, yeah. you know, very familiar with Todd Bowles' defenses and stuff like that. So, I think you know we we handled the 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 weird looks a little bit better than we did the previous two games. And, Mm. um, you know, that's kind of, I'm I'm just happy that we're showing progress at communicating things, making adjustments in game. Uh, We're not getting caught, not on the same page. You know, if we're all swimming in one direction, we got to be going in that direction. We can't have, you know, some guys doing this and we're not on the same page. So I think, I think just as a, as a whole offensively last night by far was our most, um, uh, organized uh, uh, display of the season mm. so far. Yeah. 
the the D line has been so incredible, Jason. Uh, even the young guys. When when you line up against this Eagles D line in training camp, and all the chips are on the table, and there's an extra hour of curfew on the table, who wins? <laughs> Who's who's the better unit? What a question! <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we took turns. If we're being honest, I mean, there were, there were some days where it felt like we, especially early on, I think when, when the, the guys were still grasping Sean Desai's uh, principles and concepts and defense, where it felt like we were really having the upper hand. Mm. And then we had a stadium in the practice where it was kind of our first, like unscripted, um, you know, just sure. call it. Right. And um, it was impressive. I I mean, the defense definitely got the better of us that day, multiple times in Mm. in the run game and pass pro. You got to see the savviness of of Sean as a coordinator and scheming things as though somebody would scheme us in a game. Um, And you got to see how good their defensive line is or our defensive line. Mm. Um, I think it's – there's just so many great players across the board and guys are different in different ways and the, the tools that you can utilize that for. And as an offensive lineman, you know, it's, it's difficult trying to prepare for one great player, two great players. When you have a plethora of guys across the front, you know, you can only apply attention to so many areas and, um, you know, they're just, they're so good across the board that it's going to create problems for sure. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Jason Kelsey with us as he is every Wednesday at this time. Jason, can you provide some context here on what you're seeing from um, from the rookie Jalen Carter and and just put into yeah. words his level of dominance, how he does it, and I assume he's one of the great rookies you've ever seen in your career. What he's oh, done yeah. through three weeks is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I've I'm, I'm trying to remember any rookie that's come out of the gate like this, and I'm not trying to like set expectations for higher than they already are for the Kings. I don't think that that's right either, but I mean, how can you not with how he's performed through three games? Yeah. And, you know, we all knew it from, you know, two or three practices in, you're like, oh, right. this kid got it. Yeah. <laughs> no secret. It, it's right. apparent very quickly when somebody is that good. But <laughs> you still, even going into the season, I'm like, you know, he's a rookie. He's still going to have to mentally kind of figure it out and you know, the, the NFL is a little bit different and, you know, it's going to take him a little bit of time to really start putting up the stats and some of the, um, you know, he's going to have flashes, but I didn't think, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it would be as consistent. I mean, he is very, very consistently winning his one-on-one matchups and creating issues up front for guys. And, um, 
you don't see that out of rookies a lot. A lot of times it's these flash plays. You see the talent is there, but you know it's going to take him a couple years to really adjust and, 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 and do it at a pace that is on par with some of the premier interior and exterior defensive linemen in this league. And um, Through three games, he's been there. I mean, I don't think anybody would deny that watching the tape. Uh, he's very consistent. He's got a good blend of power and explosion. He's got a good savviness, and he feels things out. Um, you know, he's got a lot, a lot of traits that you see in the premier players. Um, and, you know, I, I, kudos to, to him and, 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 and defensive line coach Tracy Rocker and, uh, and, and the guys in that room, man, they all feed off of each other and, and, and lean on each other. And, and, and it's, it's just a good spot that that room's in right now. Jason, I know you guys prepare week to week and you're a very focused football team. Does losing last year to Washington at home to end an undefeated season at, at that point, does that give you a little something extra motivation for this week? Well, I mean, it's listen, we remember losing that game. And that was the, you know, the, the one that kind of ended our hot streak yep. the season. And, um, you know, I don't think, you know, <laughs> we certainly don't hold that against the commanders. We were more upset about, you know, how we performed ourselves. You know, that's, we always, you know, when you're, you take losses, you know, it's nine times out of 10. That's if you're looking at the other team, you know, that ain't the way you should look at it. But, um, you know, we know that we got to go out here. And we, I mean, this is a good defense. These guys are great up front. They're well coached. Uh, they can swarm all over the place. Got two premier guys inside uh, who have been there for a while. So, you know, we, uh, it's an in season game or it's an in division game. So, you know, this is one that we definitely, we need to take care of business if we want to, be victorious at the length this week, and uh, we're fully aware of that. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. Jason, needless to say, and 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 let's get on the on the lighter side here for a moment. Needless to say, you caused quite a let's call it an international stir last week with your comments on our show about your brother and your brother's future wife. And let me ask you this: <laughs> We'll say, we'll say. I'm just you heard it. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Yeah, no, yeah right. No, um, <laughs> Jason, what what was your reaction to the reaction? I mean, it, it went across it went across yeah, it was, the world. Well, what I mean, was your reaction to that? My reaction was exactly this is exactly what I think is going to happen. She's going to go to the game, and the whole world's going to lose her goddamn mind. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I, you know, I was trying to be seven thirty in the morning. I'd be happy that WIP got the pub for it, but I was just trying to be sarcastic. And um, but it it ended up actually. Uh, she went to the game this week, so um, it was fun watching the whole world take it in, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, I'm more focused on talking to Trav and, and Mom after the game and seeing how everything went, and hopefully everything went smoothly for her. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I saw the, the videos of the brigade that the Chiefs had to put outside the suite <laughs> that she was in. And, I mean, it's, you know, you, you, you just hope that somebody – of her level and stature can enjoy the game. And it certainly, I mean, seemed like she was enjoying it from every, all accounts and everybody yeah. I've talked to, but, um, you know, so you're kind of just hoping that, you know, she had a good time and, and that, uh, you know, you're asking questions about her to your mom and whatnot. So it was, it was fun. It was, it was a, I'm happy that it, that that finally happened out in the public side. So I can hopefully stop being asked questions about it. So Jason, Trav and Oh, one Tay, more. Apparently John's got one more for you. <laughs> if, if Trav and Tay go to one of these Phillies playoff games, 
What base are they on? Oh, for the love of God. If you catch my drift. Oh, John. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could tell you. I don't even know. Are what they base, on first base uh, yet? <laughs> Did they get past first base yet? Oh, God. I would hope, but I, I have no idea what. Um, I, I have gotten no inclination from Travis as to uh, what his uh, batting percentage has been mm. or anything like mm. that. Yeah. Does he seem more like a gentlemanly, take it slow guy, or is he a uh, all eight cylinders? Um, I, I would say, um, I would say with this one, it definitely seems like he is going above and beyond to be uh, a gentleman. And um, mm. yeah, he's. I think that he can probably handle both of those gears when necessary. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, that's good. That's well, good. I'll say this: yeah. Travis and I are very similar. We're not kiss and tell kind of guys. So I, I respect. <laughs> there you go. Hey, there Jason. You <laughs> I'm just joking around. Jason, stay well. Uh, good luck uh, on Sunday. We're By the way, the only home 1 o'clock game this year. How weird is that, man? Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. I don't think I've ever been a part of something, especially East Coast, and you get a lot of 1 o'clock games. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, it's good. We're going to get seen by everybody. We're going to be able to play. Uh, you know, all the, uh, the West Coast Eagles fans aren't going to have to wake up extra early to see their team play. So, my favorite slot is four o'clock. I've said that for a long time. We got a lot of those those games this year. You're kind of that perfect in between where you, you don't feel like you're rushing on the front end, and you got plenty of time to hang out and celebrate after the game. So, um, you know, we'll enjoy this one one o'clock one against the Commanders. Jason, good luck in that game. Hope to see you next week at Citizen Bank Park, chugging a beer, honoring the Phils and the fans, and uh, good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Jason. All right, thanks, Joe. All thanks, right, there Jason. he is, uh, Eagles uh, superstar, Jason Kelsey.